Welcome to What's on Your Face, a podcast about beauty, pop culture, and all fun things on the internet. I'm Shade. And I'm MJ. Welcome. Hi, Shade. Oh, hello, MJ. Do you miss me? Um, not really. Joking. I do miss you. I miss you loads. Some of you might not know this, but over the holidays, MJ and her family moved to uh, Melbourne, Australia. We say Melbourne if you're cultured, but if you're not, it's Melbourne. The accent here is so messed up. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to do my imitations of the Melbourne, Melbourneian accent, and it's just all sorts of weird. I think it's best to stay away from that, mate. Yeah, so good, so good, it's gorgeous, (laughs) good, can't get over it. I think maybe leave that to the Aussies, (laughs) leave that one. Yeah. But how are you liking it? How's your new life? It's a bit different from how it was in Singapore, to say the least, but I think it's going to take me a few months to kind of, you know, get a better feel for the transition. Mm. I don't have an answer yet. It's hard. Um, but the kids are loving it. We're close to family. Australia does, you know, beaches really well. So every weekend we're at the beach or whatnot. So, so it's nice, but I think it's going to take a while for us to get settled and we're living out of suitcases and we're living in Toby's mom's place at the moment while we find our house. Um, so I, 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 like, I miss my things. I, I miss my Dyson air styler. Oh, wow. Miss, that thing is all over TikTok. Things. That thing is all over TikTok. It's so good. But like, once you go there, you can't go back. And I only have the perfumes that I bought when we were home in uh, New yeah. Jersey. Yeah. So I have like Ariana Cloud. They're all my outlet perfumes. And Donna <laughs> Karen Cashmere. And I've realized that it's that's not enough Donna for me. Karen Cashmere, shut the front door. Yes. Apparently, the, the deodorant is like cult status. What? Yeah, so I went to the outlet and I got the perfume and the deodorant. I got some Ariana Cloud. Um, and, and then I have with me only Tom Ford Bitter Peach, like my favorite. But Love. it's so hot. It's so hot here that I need like my Singapore perfumes. Something you know, light. for this Exactly. So Citrusy. Yes, uh, Singapore I, loves I just, a good citrus. Like that is a Singapore scentscape. It's all like citrus and floral and like, like Joe Malone, lime basil, mandarin, whatever. I don't like it, is. it. I like like heady, heavy shit. I love like a heavy, a heavy bitch. Just just slap it <laughs> on me. But I'm glad you're loving it and you're adjusting to your life. And I didn't Australia. say I was loving it. Well, okay, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. I'm glad you are acclimating and figuring out the accents, but I miss you. So we are going to be filming everything remotely now. So please bear with us while we like figure out the technical parts of this. A lot of the times, as we've mentioned before, the show is shot in the studio. So now it's all like from home. So we're just kind of trying to figure out tech and all that fun stuff. But Miss you, kind of, but also kind of hate you, but miss you. I know. Miss you what, what is on your face? What is on my face? Well, Glow Recipe just dropped the new hyaluronic acid cream. Love. Don't care what anybody says. What fruit is it? Plum. Is it a cream or a serum? It's a cream. So they have a serum oh, 
that's yep, also hyaluronic acid. And then they also have, they just dropped a, uh, a cream and it's like, or has the refillable pack. So you can be like, you know, green and all that shit, which is like, I think a big, you know, thing with them. They're always like talking about upcycling their product, like their, their packaging and stuff. So now you can just refill the pod. Um, you can refill the cream and like the glass. Uh, yeah, that's really going to save the world. You know what? It's really, it's really going to make you know a what? You talk so much shit, but I think everybody is just trying to do their part. And I, I give Glow Recipe their flowers every time because I enjoy them as a brand. So I'm okay. wearing that. I have Ultraviolet's uh, Screen Queen. I know that they're like super controversial right now because they're, their shit they came out with their uh, like foundation moist uh, SPF is like, but screen cream is still good. When you say eat, do you mean in terms of shades or formulation? Shades. They came out yeah. with like 12 shades. I have tried. Like two of them are dark. <laughs> two of them. But like one of them is like dark, dark, dark. And then the other one is just like kind of like a light skin, like Halle Berry-ish dark, which I'm just a little bit. Oop. Is that me? Is that you? I don't know. Um... So, uh, the other one is, uh, like more of a lighter, like a lighter shade. So it's not very good. Um, so unfortunately they're kind of in the shit right now for a bit of controversy around their, their shade selection. But like maybe the, when they were doing their consumer research and stuff, like maybe they were, you know, like their sample size in Australia um, is like, you know, Babe, no. that tone of, of beige because you have like the Tongans, you have like the Aboriginal background, and then you have like, you know, the people that are, who are from Africa who are, you know, a bit darker. And this is from what I've, you know, just seen on the streets in South Melbourne that, you know, Maybe no, babe. In their minds, they were like, "This is good enough." In their like white female minds, yes, that I'm sure that's how that works. And this is again why I'm always like diversity, a seat at the table. You shouldn't just have everybody in the room being white. You shouldn't have everybody in the room being Chinese. You shouldn't have everybody in the room being Malay. Like you have to have different voices at the table because it's just like if I was in that team, if I was on that product development team, and I. 12 shades is just, unfortunately, it's not enough. You at least launch at least 20 to 30. And then you say, we're going to have 12 in store. We're going to have all 30 online. You even like you even do at the bare minimum that. But to just launch 12 and they just the two, your two darkest shades are just so you're such a wide contrast between the two. It's just it's a bit haphazard. But yeah, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like I know maybe their sample and I, size was messed up and it's not like they're ever going to sell, you know, outside of Australia or into the U.S. Maybe they will. It's a very pot like, I mean, uh, SPF well, they have from, to reformulate. No, because SPF they don't from Australia. Great. It's an awesome it brand. But in the U.S., like, don't they not recognize certain, you know, UV filters or the way that they formulate the sunscreen? I don't know. I'm not a cosmetic um, scientist. It, 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 your formulations with SPF can be like it is a bit more regulated. But I think in Australia, they hold it to a higher standard because of that hole in the ozone. So most Australian SPFs like are FDA approved. And by the way, the FDA doesn't mean shit. In the U.S., it's food and drug and you're not like it's not, you know, it's cosmetics. 
but I do. Yeah, they're think much better than Australia. The US. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think it would be. I think they it would make sense for them to try to sell into the U.S. But unfortunately, you can't with twelve shades of a, a of a, a tinted uh, SPF or whatever it is. But I say that to say this. I have Screen Queen. I need to fucking finish it. It's really good. It's actually really good. I like it. I was very sad when I saw um, how they came out with their new their newest launch. Um, <clears throat> But I have them on my face. Um, I also have Benefits Boeing Concealer, which. Whoa, uh, that's love, a, that's good. a, did you find that at like the corner of your drawer? <laughs> like, I'll try this. <laughs> I did find it and I was like, ooh, I'm going to just take a little spin. I and was you know what? not expecting that. <laughs> it's really nice. The, the, yeah. the formula is really nice. It goes on beautifully and it really brightens my eye, like with very minimum, I don't have to put a whole lot of product on for to really brighten it up. So I'm actually quite happy with that. Um, and then I have Sephora Collections Upsize Mascara, which I'm like happy with. That's good. I mean, yeah. I like benefit formulas too. They just need to like revamp their messaging and their look and feel, but I'm it's super camp. It's very campy. Yeah. And it's like, it sometimes is a bit like, uh, guys, like just, we get it. Mm-hmm. Just calm, calm down, <laughs> calm down. But they're just always like, hi, we're benefit. Like they're just really in your face about shit, but like their stuff is good. And so I guess they can be like Stepford wifey about like their shit because it's like that good. Do you know we'll what I mean? We'll let it slide. Yeah. Yeah. You'll let it, we'll slide. Let it slide. Anyways, yeah. what's on your face? On my face, let me see. I have my trusty RMS Uncover Up Pot Concealer. So good. Um, and then, so lately I've only packed like my desert island essentials like on this trip because I'm living out of my suitcase. And yeah. I found that one of my essentials is the Fenty Rose Latte Cream Blush. It's Bomb. so good. It's so good. Did it, I like, give you that? No, I bought it. Um, um, oh, thank you very much. Bitch, don't <laughs> get cute. Okay. It's so good. Like the shade on my skin tone, it just looks like a really natural, like bronzy blush. Mm. Um, it's amazing. I, I love it so much. And I put it on my lips. I can put it on my eyes. Um, and then I have my brow pencil on. I'm thinking of getting a brow tattoo because every single day when I just do my brow routine, I'm like, why don't I get a tattoo? But anyway, Why don't you? It's know, like, it's such should. a game changer. Yeah. Okay. We can talk about this afterwards and can give me your, <laughs> your two cents. But the hero of my, what's on my face is the nude sticks eye crayon that you gave me. Remember when I came over and I like, you gave me a set of nude sticks and I'm like, I just only want one. <laughs> and it's I should so, have made you take all of it. it it stays on it's so good like the brown one it's really natural and you can smudge it but then it sets and it's there and I don't realize I have anything on until the end of the day when I take my makeup off and I'm like oh I had a mm. lot of eyeliner on yeah nude sticks you know they come through they pull up I like nude sticks I yes, enjoy them exactly now we're gonna get into some fun stuff okay are we gonna talk about the big elephant in the room um, which is the which is which is the glossier controversy i mean so mass layoffs i've never been a fan i've never been a fan so (laughs) my my skin in this is minimal i've never been a fan um, I'm a huge fan. I've I been know a fan you are. Since day one. I've read every single article of Into the Gloss, like back in the day, and I'm a huge fan. But 
I kind of lost interest like a couple years ago, but still, you know, want to be kept in the loop. But basically, Glossier's laid off a third of its employees. Yes. And that is, is quite a lot. That is like the most shameful thing a company can do. Like it laid off a third of its employees after a while back, they laid off most of their retail employees when they closed yeah. all of their stores. So this is like the second punch. And, and this is also after raising $266 million in funding. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's valued at $1.8 billion, which, mm. by the way, um, just as a side note, that's huge. But also, huge. shout out to Kim Kardashian, where Skims was valued at $3.2 billion, But we'll get into that on another episode. Uh, yeah, I'm sure God. we will. Anyway, so Glossier has like had all the success, but I think during the pandemic, they closed the retail stores. Did you hear about that um, collective of former employees from Glossier that um, did the boycott account called Out of the Gloss? Yes. I mean, that had, that was, that had huge traction. Because, I mean, but I, I just don't know why people were so like surprised I, at what they were hearing about like the brand I just when I when I heard about all of that stuff during like you know the summer of 2020 I was just like yeah not surprised me yeah like, like I feel like all of the girl boss brands like the wing yeah. and um man repeller you know all of those brands had a reckoning coming to them because we kind of mm. glorified them as the cool girl brands the, you know like not trying too hard but also you have to girl boss it and now it's like you really get to the nitty gritty of how those teams and communities are run. And it's like, Ooh, no, thank elitist, you. elitist, racist, and like toxic. So toxic, that's, yeah. that's what, that's what you get at the bottom of it, which is why I was just like, when I heard about her laying off people and her trying to figure out whether they want to be a beauty company or a tech company and you know, what direction they want to go in. And I'm sorry, there's just, I mean, I guess people, you know, how do you feel about that cloud paint now? <laughs> but I mean, okay, so I told you this story before. I don't know if you remember, but I've actually met Emily Weiss in Singapore, which was like this this whirlwind event. Basically, backstory was Emily Weiss posted on her Instagram that she was coming to Singapore. She wants some wreck. So I DM'd her like my list and <gasps> you know how like uptight I am with my like itinerary, like be here at 5 p.m. only because mm. it's the best table, blah, blah, blah. And so she replied and she was like, oh my God, thank you. We're going to do all these things. And I said, you know, Toby pushed me to say this, uh, but to say, if you guys want to meet up for a drink or like, you know, um, have a chat, happy to meet you somewhere for like a quick drink. And then she replied and says, Hey, yes, we're at humpback. Like, you know how much yeah. I love humpback. Yeah. Um, come meet us for a drink. But when that happened, I was literally in the middle of getting Georgina a haircut um, at, oh <laughs> at the forum, <laughs> she was like half a haircut in and I was like, stop the haircut. I need to we gotta go. go. I gotta go. So I, now I, I like pick her up and I run through the parking lot of forum. I get in my car, I just whiz home, get changed and go to humpback. And I met up with her and her now husband, I think will. Oh, wow. And it was really nice. She was so nice. I couldn't believe it. I was shitting myself the entire time and we had a good chat, but one thing she said to me that like I really remembered after all this news is that she kept saying that Glossier is an experience. It's not, you know, just an e-commerce brand. It's not just like a couple of shops, but she was realizing like with the success of their few retail stores, 
Like Mm. she wanted to double down on giving people the Glossier experience. So I think that was kind of like a breadcrumb into her moving away from tech and more into retail. Um, Mm. She also said that she, they had plans to expand internationally. They were going to open a, like a a branch or a couple shops in Australia, but I guess the pandemic Mm. kind of messed up those plans. I could see that. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, look, I think anybody who has a brand who has some success and you then have, you know, a lot of people giving you funding, a lot of people giving you ideas, you then want to go big with it. And it makes sense of, you know, wanting to give Glossier an experience and make it an experience as opposed to just a place where you go and buy something and you leave. And I think anybody, any founder that you talk to who ends up going into to bricks and mortar, they say, I want this to be, this is what the experience is. And I mean, look at Sephora, like that's Sephora is a, when you have sample like testers in store, it's an experience. Some department stores, like with the way that like department store staff treat you, the GWP, like the free things they give you, the treatment you get, it's an experience. So it makes sense to want to make it more than just a, a transaction because when you have a transaction, you might not necessarily get that person to come back. But if somebody has an experience, they come back. And you have so many like millennials and Gen Zs talking about, you know, the real rich is experiences and not like things or whatever. So I I think, you know, that's a, that makes perfect sense that that's what she would want to have for her brand. But I think you then have to question who, who are, who's in that experience. Um, You know, the diversity of those people that are in that experience and, you know, how deep is your product to really give an experience? Is it like an ex- the experience of like, oh, I'm in L.A., but I'm really like or if you're in Melbourne, you can be like, I feel like I'm in L.A. and I'm a Glossier girl. Like, is that what it is? Like, n- like you're just going to treat people like they're like on Rodeo or like what does that look like and how much does that cost? And is it profitable at the end of the day? Because if you have somebody giving you millions and millions of dollars of funding, you have somebody watching your bottom line to make sure that you're making fucking money yes and i hear that's what it's about that that's exactly what it's about and i read somewhere that glossier kind of spares no expense when they fit out their stores it's like the finest materials like custom everything you know like candles babe Babe. it's expensive babe yeah i mean for some cloud paint calm down it's true i think you can calm down for some cloud paint But, but you know good for her i mean or like good for her for you know the successes that she's had but tough press and and they're putting together a new team like their their new senior team is like from all over the place like the head of product is like this finance product person from stripple Mm. you know they have someone from cole Haan for operations they have someone from lululemon as like the head of retail so i'm excited to see what happens but i I wonder if she's trying to get bought why isn't she trying to sell I feel like she's done. Like, okay, looking at her Instagram, probably she's it. moved out of New York. She's getting married. Like, I'm sure she's like, she just wants to lie down. She doesn't want to lean anymore. Lean in anymore. That's what a lot of that's what a lot of people do. Like, I mean, and it's it's very like it's public knowledge now. To like, so I'm not like saying anything that's like proprietary. But like, when you look at Drunk Elephant, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I remember the Drunk Elephant team before. 
uh, Tiffany was like looking to sell. And it was just very like, you know, ragtag, you know, hustlers, you know, trying to do whatever they can to like push the brand. And I think once she started making some major moves and, you know, she started doubling down with Sephora and she was seeing massive, massive growth. She hired a fucking shark tank. People, uh, yeah. C-suite. Her C-suite was like X, you know, fresh people from X fresh people, um, X glam glow. Um, she hired another massive shark who was a part of the deal to, you know, with Benefit and LVMH was also a part of the deal with Urban Decay and L'Oreal. So, you know, one of one of the, the top people on her team, like was there for that buyout for UD and L'Oreal, which is huge. So I remember meeting them and being like, she's hired a fucking army. And it was just like five people to be she's fair. getting ready five, for was, battle. Yeah, she's getting ready for fucking battle. And you know what? Eight hundred fifty five million. So <laughs> I think with with the, with Emily Weiss hiring a team like this, maybe she's looking to, you know, hire the best of the best that know exactly what they're doing and know how to get sold or have been a part of major acquisitions and deals. And then, you know, in a few years, if she can, if she could actually expand and take the brand global like she wants, she could probably then go to, you know, any different, you know, beauty player and say, hey, you know, buy me for 3x million. But their clout is like quickly fading. Like when Glossier was new, it was fresh. It was new. It was like really good messaging, beautiful branding. But now that you have like milk, you have rare, you have Fenty, you have, mm. you, you have Tower 28 at like, you know, mm. better price points better shades, like more interesting formulas and who are not trying to like develop a really flashy e-commerce website, you know, and diverse and yes. diverse and diverse. All, all those brands you just mentioned are either all about mental health or diversity. And you see it in their ads, you see it in their campaigns, you see it when, you know, the people are talking about it. And I don't see any of that with Glossier. Wow. I see like hot blondes and brunettes and like very like exclusive type shit so yes bloop <laughs> bloop on that emily <laughs> <laughs> let's let's wrap up on that note bloop on that emily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very very eloquent okay are you ready for our next topic the one we've been waiting uh, to talk about my favorite actually my fun fact guys we recorded this episode once before <laughs> and we lost it because of technical difficulties but we are back we're not defeated and we're going to talk we're about not. this with the renewed energy because we're talking 100%. about fucking euphoria 100 percent. love 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 did you watch episode four was that the one on monday no so no, I have not. Okay, never mind. Never don't mind, don't tell mind. me. Don't tell um, me. I'm not going to tell you. I mean, look, I'll I'll first three episodes. It's it's Fez, but now it's Fez and Ashtray. It's Fez and Ashtray, and Ashtray looks like he's going to be finer than his brother, and that's on. You know, my cat was uh, called. Ashtray, right? And so when I learned <laughs> why Ashtray was called, because I thought it was always Ash, but like that first um, episode when they took us through the history of Fez's gr- yeah. oh my God, I was just getting like loved. chills. It's so cinematic it. this season. Like it's it so well shot and well done. But I didn't like the part where Maud 
Apatow had like her director's thing. I I don't feel like that's necessary to the storyline, but I feel like she just went to her dad, who's Judd Apatow, and her mom and was like, I want something more in the show. And then they had to give it to her, is my theory. That's a possibility. I mean, her, she does have like bankable fucking parents, like, and it is Hollywood and nepotism wins always in Hollywood. So, but I mean, you're right. I don't actually see, like, I don't actually understand like the full storyline of, of Lexi and how it's like being beefed up, but it is what it is. She's trying to get a bigger role on the show because Every other character, like especially is the interesting. girls, is interesting <laughs> and bankable. They all have beauty sponsorships. Yeah, she just has a really like rich, famous. I mean, I mean, parents. I don't know who, who wins in that situation, but Alexa Demi, my favorite, Maddie, is with Mac. Mm-hmm. She's with Balenciaga. Major. Love. I mean, she's her character is flawed, but delicious. So. It's, yeah, like I think everybody wants to be like Maddie, but then everybody's also like scared of Maddie, like of people like her. We, I think, at least for me, like I knew loads of girls like her in high mm-hmm. school who would like fuck you up, like beat your ass, but also had like sick nails and like look good. Um, so, I mean, there's like there is those girls out there. So I, I love her. I think she's like such a flawed but interesting I bet she smells like a Victoria's Secret like body spray she smells like love smell she smells like love smell 100% hundo GP I love her Um, Hunter Schaefer's which with Shiseido major contract yes I think it makes perfect sense if you've ever like really looked at Shiseido beauty ads yes that androgynous look like you know the cat eye like all of that like Hunter fits into that. So I think it makes perfect love sense that for her to have her. Yeah. Love it. Barbie Ferreira, who I love deeply. She had Becca cosmetics, love. which was unfortunate. Sure I mean, did. she should have gotten milk, but she didn't know that Becca was going <laughs> to tank. Sorry, Barbie, but I'm sure she's going to get back on her feet with the neck, with her next beauty sponsorship. Sure. She'll get on. I mean, and I mean, maybe she has, maybe it's not just Becca. Maybe she's kind of locked in with Lauder. Uh, which if that's the case, then Lauder has loads of other brands that yeah. she can just go and be like, hey, here I am. Which so, brand from Lauder do you see pretty. Becca or, or Barbie going with the most? She could do Glam Glow in a heartbeat, no, babe. Glam she could 100%. Glam Glow, I don't like. I I'm mean, not a fan. It's still, it's still, it's still a bankable brand that makes money. I think money, it's dying. And I'm not... I'm not crazy about Glam Glow either, but she would fit into the branding of what Glam Glow Maybe is. Maybe Glam is going to have a resurrection with like TikTok sparkle masks or some shit. I don't know. Possibly, but uh, everybody's, the Gen Z's are all shitty about glitter. Oh so yeah, that's, that's right. Glitter in their masks. <laughs> um, Glam Glow, I feel like Glam Glow, what else do they got? Maybe she could do uh, like a Maybelline. Like I could see her going mass. More yes, mass. She would. That that is also possible. She could kill for it. sure. Estee doesn't. Estee Lauder doesn't have anything mass that I could think of off the top of my head. Um, it's all like very like department store Sephora esque. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, Glam Glow is the only one that comes to mind, and it would be you know if with them talking about obviously her gorgeous face, body positivity, da 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 da, and like I feel like Glam Glow like 
fits into all those things. Like they were one of the first to have like a male model, like as their face of like of a skincare brand. And like they kind of I mean, he was really hot, but <laughs> they like try to they try to think outside of the box, I think. And so I think that she could possibly be uh, somebody that could okay. fit into to that. And then model. you have yeah. the queen who is Zendaya and she has her mm. Lancome sponsorship. She also has like a ton of Bulgari stuff. I think for beauty, yeah, it's Lancome, does. which is weird. Old money. I, yeah, old money. fair enough. Old money. I mean, you want it, you want old money that's going to be substantial that she can constantly go to and get it's those coins. Weird. And that it's like is, youth, you know, like marketing the Lancome serum. It's like such a disconnect between Zendaya, her roles and her, you know, spirit and this like old school formulas and products. Genifique is Genifique has been here for the girls for decades exactly. and she will continue to be here for the girls. So I think, uh, I think it makes sense. I think Genifique is, it's old money and they're always looking to recruit young consumers. That's their goal. That's the goal of all of these old yeah. school. New customer like, acquisition. Yeah. A&R from Estee Lauder, Genifique. They're like, we want to get, we want 12 year olds in here. <laughs> buying our shit like now like they want you to like be scared of like wrinkles so it makes okay. sense i get and it. then lastly on my list i have storm reed who has landed yes she's landed the big mm. shark of a mass brand i think it's great go her l'oreal big deals she's in the same camp as zendaya uh with the l'oreal family and maybelline is everywhere like sephora is big don't get me wrong but maybelline it's a different world she's fucking She's drugstore money. She's Target yeah. money. She's Walmart money. That's dollars. The dollars. The dollars. The dollars. Where's that from? Joe Pesci, I think. Love. So, like, the, the beauty on this season has just been out of this world. Outrageous. outrageous. Thank you to the makeup artist for Euphoria, Daniela Davey. And um, mm. I think the, the other makeup artist is Kristen Sage. But actually, I think she was more... There for season one, season two, Kristen Sage, or otherwise known as Kieran Ryder, has kind of disappeared. But the nail mm. artist for season two is killing it. Oh my gosh, killing it! Is it? Pre- it's all press ons though, right? Yep. yep. Is that press ons? Right. It would be. I mean, I love, I love it. it too. I want to get into press ons, but I feel like my hands are too no. big, and my thumb. I feel like my thumbs are Try too big. Try it. But speaking of press-ons, like what I think is so interesting that Donnie Davey has done with her face lace collaboration is like the idea of press-on sticker makeup, you know? So like those yes. eye looks, instead of, you know, fucking trying to draw it on you, which is going to look horrible for most of us, you can just kind of like mm. have a stencil, press it on and peel it off like one of those tattoos, which I think like sign me up. I will take it. You know who should try using those stickers instead of drawing it on? Kanye West girlfriend and even though she tried to snap back on the internet and be like Pat McGrath did this I was like just you can put a lipstick you can put lipsticks on a pig girl it Oink. didn't look good Oink. anyways it, good. it didn't it looked awful and you guys look like you're doing loads of cocaine oh God, I don't no. care who have you heard the conspiracy girl theory that that they're doing no, cocaine because no. they're, that's what they're, they're doing, doing heroin allegedly because Chris Jenner <gasps> and Kim Kardashian has sent Julia Fox into Kanye's life so that Kanye is going to OD and die is what the conspiracy theory is. I 
believe it. I 100% believe that because I mean, that family just, I, and you know what I love, what I love, what I love, 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 love is that the Amber Rose tweet that she sent out in 2015 has resurfaced. And it was when Kanye West went on that radio station, basically saying, oh, after Amber Rose, I had to take like 15 showers before talking to Kim because I mean, Amber Rose is dirty yet. Ooh. Like, I mean, she's not, you're fucking whatever. I'm not that even getting into that. But he said that about her. And then Amber Rose went and tweeted, you know what? That's fine. I'll leave it to the Kardashians to make you look stupid one day. <laughs> she, she tweeted that. And she is 100% She's an correct. She's correct. Correct. And I, I knew it too, that they were going to make it. Look at what they I did know. to Lamar Odom and all okay. the, I mean, we're getting off track. We need I know, to but I'm just back. saying her eye makeup, her eye makeup, her eye makeup was, was trash. And she tried to be like, it's avant-garde. And you know that Kanye West was just like, babe, this is fashion. No. I'm, you know, uh, I'm, what's that one guy, the, the LV, uh, he, oh my God, how am I forgetting his name? He just died. Virgil. Um, He's like, yeah, I'm Virgil. Like, I'm the second coming of Virgil. Like, we were we were brothers. So I know fashion. I know avant-garde. Where you okay, at the like end. This. And then she went out looking like the Hamburglar from McDonald's. Okay, back Whatever. to Euphoria. <laughs> we're not going to get used. To, okay, back to Euphoria. I'm just letting you. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Trash. I have another bit of news that we can have a kiki about. So A24 is a production house that has created Euphoria. It's like a really interesting, prolific production house because they they option yeah. scripts and they give the green light to things that normally studios wouldn't go for. So. A24 had put up a job posting on LinkedIn a while back for something called Rules Beauty. And they were hiring for a director of operations, a product developer, all that. So Rules Beauty is kind of a play on Rue and Jules. So this is like their Euphoria Beauty line. Can you imagine if a production company like A24 did like a D to C thing because their website does merch. It's like a very cool website. It's very current. They do like um, movie merch, things that appeal to like different kinds of fan bases. And imagine if they had like a product drop with each episode drop of Euphoria based on, right? Love it. I I would be, here's my credit card. But also... But also, I, and I'm trying to not, I, I just want to see where we go more because Jules, or not Jules, Rue is, <sighs> Jules looks great and she has really beautiful makeup and she's like just kind of running around looking like very like teenage yep. makeup. But Rue, not so much. But I think that's where it becomes so interesting because you have like the juxtaposition of the two attitudes that I don't give a fuck and I could care less versus, you know, I'm really into makeup, blah, blah, blah. So maybe maybe they're going to combine. I mean, at least that's what I would do. Just watch, watch the next few, watch the next episode. I, all I'll say is that it's really hard to not see that she's like clearly on drugs, (laughs) clearly on drugs. Like, like anytime I see her, I'm just like, how do your friends know? You guys are just thinking that that's her face. How do your friends know that you're like, (laughs) she's gurning in class and she's like doing like heroin and fentanyl. And you're just like, what? I had no idea. I mean, cocaine, I get it. You can maybe pass, but like. (laughs) 
I don't know. I just, what does that makeup look though? Like, what is like, is it like Kate Moss? Like, will they then like make it like a Kate Moss heroin chic look? Is that like yeah, what maybe. it'll, is that what it'll like be? Like a smudgy, like, the look, like that low beauty look? Thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Has Stay to be. Tuned. Has to be. Yeah. Things we're obsessed with. Shade, what are your obsessions this week? Ah, uh, ha, 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 ha. You're going to actually like my obsession. Oh, yeah? So my obsession this week is uh, the Dior fragrance, Vanilla Diorama. Ooh. I, again, I, it's, so the big bottle, which is like, I think five, no, it's not 500 mil, it's 300 mil. It's like an absorbent amount of cash. I think it's like five, <gasps> four, $500. You go girl. Yeah. That's amazing. No, oh. no, 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 no. I didn't buy that. <laughs> I bought the smaller one. I bought the one that's Okay. Bunch of <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Cause yikes. Um, but it just smells so Ooh. good. It has like re like it has uh hints of rum and amber. Um, so, which I really, I like smelling like sweet, mm-hmm. but also heavy. So, and it's very intense, just like me. So I love, that's what I'm like obsessed with right now. And then I'm also obsessed with high rise wide legs. Oh my God, stop. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to pretend you didn't say the second one. I'm going to circle back to Dior. Why? What's wrong with that? Wait, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with that I'm being my saying, Like everyone's been obsessed with that for years and you're finally But I'm on. just saying it. I'm just saying it now. And now that I've jumped on it, it's valid to me. So well, that's good for you. I'm for happy for you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. What are, what are you obsessed Something with? Something really boring that we kind of covered before. I, I know, oh. I know. Um, it's the Australian sunscreen brand. It has a very unfortunate name. It's called Cancer Council, but I guess like fear mongering, sure. But the formulas are amazing. Okay. It The dry down is beautiful. Like the sun here is no fucking joke. The UV is highest yeah. at like 5 p.m. Yes. What? Isn't it no. supposed to be 12 o'clock? No, it doesn't be- get dark until um, 9 p.m. <laughs> it's fucked up. What it's messed up. Fuck, where are you My kids aren't going babe? to sleep. Yeah, 9 it's PM? awful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Charlie's wide like, away. it's morning time. <laughs> but and you're like, yeah, so literally all day, like uh, Australians have this phrase called slip, slop, slap. And it's like their campaign to yeah. put on sunscreen. It's so cute. And I apply sunscreen literally three to four times a day. And it's just a nonstop affair. But I really love this brand. I think they have it like in swim stores in Singapore. And um, yeah, it's it, very I think, good. I think about it. So that's my product of the week or obsessions. Oh, you're like becoming a little Aussie lady now. Are you going to eat starting Vegemite? I love Vegemite. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. I love Vegemite with some tea, like some black tea with milk. Love. It's, it's my preferred love. breakfast of choice for like years. Oh, I feel bad for you. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Toby, Toby's got <laughs> to you, didn't he? He got to you. He's colonized you. Well, he has. Well, that concludes this fun episode of What's On Your Face. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, follow us on Instagram at what's on your face underscore. Also find us on TikTok at what's on your face underscore. And to hear us on Apple, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are sold, find us, like us, and subscribe. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you.